Well, good morning. Breakfast at the Broker every Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. And we have a very special guest that, uh, without further ado, and now, by way of Boca Raton, Florida, he is a government affairs and public policy executive with a per- proven track record of advancing corporate and social equity concerns by building lasting partnerships between governments and organizations. He is a global advisor to world leaders in the U.S., Haiti, the Caribbean, and African countries, and a member of two U.S. diplomatic delegations. In 2014, he was appointed by Governor Chris Christie to serve as a member of the New Jersey Commission on National and Community Service. He continues to coach and develop future leaders. He's also a fellow podcaster. Stand up and make some noise for Joseph Taluska. Hey Dave, what's up, man? What's up? Good, Good morning. Thank you, Dave, man. What? What? This is this is a South Florida welcome. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you well. You, I mean, you've been here three weeks. What else do you want? <laughs> at least my wife, you know, born in born, you know, grew up here. So at yeah. least, you know, what's up? No, th- you know, thank you very much for coming on the show, and we certainly appreciate it. You know, um, you have a, a you know really amazing resume, and, and and you've been you know around the world and uh, and back again, and. Uh, uh, you know, tell us a little bit about, you know, um, maybe a little bit of your background and such. Well, Dave, thank you. Uh, first of all, I'm excited to be with you. Uh, this is a beautiful show. And, uh, you know, my story is a very, um, you know, great success of the American story. I mean, a great success story. Uh, I came here when I was uh, about 13 from Haiti. I was born and raised in Haiti. I came here when I was 13. And uh, at that time, I didn't speak a word of English. Uh, I had to learn the language from scratch. The good thing is I came here legally. I, 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 you know, I told people, <laughs> let, let, let's get it straight now. I'm a conservative guy. Uh, my parents filed for me. I came here. I did not cut the line. I came here legally. So so, 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 so I, you know, I want to be clear now. So, I mean... I was fortunate, you know, when I was in high school, I met my local congressman. And when I was in college, actually, something, you know, amazing happened when I was in college. As a junior in college in New Jersey, I, I became the first, I got elected to office. I was the youngest elected official in New Jersey. And my senior year in college, the governor, Governor Christy Whitman, she appointed me at the parole board and, uh, you know, Republican governor. And uh, that was in 1990, what, 1998, 99. And uh, the rest is the story. So, um, you know, I'm just so grateful to this country. Um, this is the best country under the sun. And it's a land of opportunity for all. So, uh, you know, I, I listened to a real estate coach, Brian Buffini, and he talks about um, the emigrant advantage, meaning that, you know, that, you know, if you're born in this country, uh, a lot of times you are not going to work as hard as an immigrant who actually came over to this country and has seen, um, you know, what real struggle is. Tell us a little bit about like, you know, I mean, I know you were 13, but, you know, tell us about, you know, your background and how it's kind of propelled you into the government affairs and, and public policy. Well, you know, I mean, uh, my parents were very, you know, you know, very um, hardworking people. They instill in us, me, myself and my five siblings, the ethics of hard work and, you know, the idea of nobody owes you nothing. Uh, you got to work hard and roll off your sleeves. See, my sleeve is rolling, <laughs> roll off your sleeves. And, and you know, a little of opportunity. And so when I came here, you know, I realized that I had to learn the language. So I, I buckled down, you know, went, you know, you know, learned the, the language. And, and when I was in high school, I started to 
meet some of the local leaders. I mean, um, you know, my the local mayor. I I get to know the mayor, my state legislators, and you know, my state senator. And when I get to college, you know, got involved with student and go- student government, and get to meet some of the folks that were able to introduce me to the governor and the governor chief of staff. Uh, so in 1999, as a senior, even before I graduated college, I got appointed by the governor of New Jersey. That's amazing. You know, the the Republican governor. And I realized that, you know, you know, it's, you know, the the party platform is, it was in full alignment with my, you know, my values as far as, you know, um, hard work, um, you know, being willing to do, uh, you know, delay gratification, you know, Mm -hmm. no no quick fix, no, you know, so, uh, and, 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 you know, 30 years later in 2017, you know, it's amazing. This little kid that came here from Haiti, not speaking a word of English. In 2017, I was Trump uh, number one guy. I was his top guy for ambassador for Haiti. I was the White House finalist for U.S. ambassador to Haiti. Of course, you know, the, the folks at the State Department, you know, they, they pushed back. They, they did not want uh, a native of Haiti to go back. You know, to you know, to uh, serve as U.S. ambassador, but what an honor! I mean, just to be considered to be a finalist for U.S. ambassador for Haiti in 2017. Absolutely, politics has changed since you were 13, though, hasn't it? (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) I mean, it was was a dirty business then. (laughs) Now I don't even know what to call it. Um, It's uh, you know, you know, it's funny because um, I was speaking to. uh, Ted Deutsch um, um, years ago, mm. or he was speaking to us and he was talking about, you know, how, uh, you know, the media portrays, you know, politicians as, you know, uh, Republicans, Democrats hate each other and this and that. And he was telling, you know, he was saying the story is like that, you know, no, we, 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 you know, we hang out and we do this and we do that. We argue and whatever. And then we, we hang out. And um, that was probably about, I don't know, maybe five, six years ago. Um, I don't think that they hang out so much anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it is very saddening. It, it you know, our, our our politics has become so uh, polarized and um, and party driven. And at the end of the day, we are all Americans. You know, Absolutely. you know, this is the best country on the on, on the first of the earth, and we need to realize that we have a com- you know a greater good. And and so, see, I'm lucky. I'm always in a position to have friends. On both sides of the aisle, um, and, and, and in fact, uh, as partner, um, when I was in Washington under Bush administration, you know, I was the White House liaison for Caribbean Affairs, and we were able because of my strong bipartisan approach, we were able to get the Hope Act, which is a trade agreement for Haiti, to pass Congress. Wow. And as a result of that Hope Act that passed on Congress, President Bush signed it. There were sixty thousand jobs that got created. That bill, that trade agreement that we pushed to pass in Congress and, and, and President Bush signed it, created 60,000 jobs for those people in Haiti. I and mean, this is amazing. I mean, imagine the economic development and the growth that, um, you know, uh, someone like yourself being part of that, um, really bringing it back to a country that really needs it. You know, um, you know, listen, we all need it, but, uh, you know, there are certain countries that struggle more. And we were talking a little off air, you know, about um, Haiti and, and some of the issues um, that has presented itself, you know, and and people forget, right? I mean, you know, the hurricane, mm. you know, that really the just earthquake, it, the earthquake, the, earthquake, the 20, 2010 earthquake, you know, I mean, so, you know, you're talking about just lots of struggle and challenges. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we were, you know, you know, pray for Haiti and, and all these things. And then, you know, 
you know, as it get, as time goes on, we forget, right? We have a new thing. We have a new, you know, movement. Or we have mm-hmm. a new uh, mm-hmm. charity or a new, mm-hmm. you know, um, where we need to help. Um, how can we, I mean, you go back to Haiti uh, relatively frequently or? No, not not, no. not frequent. Okay. Uh, because you know, most of my business are here, you know, mm-hmm. as a you know, I see on president of Toluska Global Consulting, we you know we help uh, you know, private and and, and uh, public entities to, you know, connect um, you know, to expand the market, the brand and, and the minority community. So so my most of my clients are here. So my focus is here to build here. Um, you know, um, you know, so but but of course you know we do have uh, um, you know a strong interest in seeing that Haiti become a better place. Haiti has great potential. Uh, but Teluska Global Consulting, my 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 company, which I founded two years ago, you know our main focus is here. You know, and and as far as private and public uh, partnership with corporation and and and, and um, you know public relation and and stuff like that. And uh, so we, you know, our main focus is here. Uh, the, um, you know, Dave. So how do you, you know, you know, there's a lot of businesses that come to Boca Raton, come to South Florida and, you know, some seem, you know, see uh, amazing growth. Others, uh, uh, others don't tell us a little bit about maybe what you guys do uh, on a consulting level and, you know, what, what makes uh, it attractive for a business to come to Boca Raton or South Florida? Well, great. You know, I, I just got here three months ago, like three days ago, as I said. Yeah. But I, you know, you know, I think South Florida has the potential to become the new Wall Street, um, you know, of the South. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we are strategically positioned uh, as far as, you know, where we are. I mean, we have one of the greatest airport, you know, seaport. Um, you know, one thing that I did when I came here, I was able to partner with uh, Yolanda Cash Jackson. She's the new chair for the uh, Miami Dade Beacon Council. Um, you know, the Beacon Council pretty much recruit uh, businesses, you know, to kind of provide them, you know, incentive to relocate to Florida, to South Florida. So that, that's that's the one way that I've been able to engage in, in helping, uh, you know, companies to see the, the advantage. I mean, uh, um, to come to South Florida, I mean, it's just a great environment as far as, you know, I think there's the taxes, the, you know, corporate taxes less, you know, it'll be less corporate mm-hmm. tax down here. Um, you know, so they are both, you know, I think they are both human and, and financial advantage to be in South Florida. What made you decide to move from New Jersey, <laughs> New Jersey, to Boca Raton? Like, did you just say, like, uh, you know what, um, you know, I need to get out of the cold? It was it as simple as that, or was there was there a little more thought in that? <laughs> well, well, you know, you know, Dave, uh, I was born in Haiti, man. I'm a tropical, I'm a tropical guy, man. I mean, you know, I mean, uh, you know, I, I enjoyed my time in DC when I was in DC during mm. the Bush era, President Bush time. You know, I, I spent three years in DC. Uh, from 2003 to 2006, seven, I was in DC. I love my time, but but Jersey, I mean, Jersey is just dry. I mean, uh, <laughs> as a conservative guy, you know, hey, you know, as a cons- I'm a very conservative guy, um, you know, and um, I-, I was considering to run for office, but Jersey is just too dry. I mean, too liberal for me. So, you know, you're conservative. What you know, and I always, uh, I'm always interested, you know, to hear like people's stories of how, like, you know. Um, you know, were your parents conservative and then, you know, or was it, you know, cause you, you speak to a lot of immigrants and a lot of the um, immigrants are um, start out conservative and they may go liberal or whatever. Um, but 
you know, like, what's your story? How did you become conservative? And wh- why do you, uh, you know, kind of stick with the party? Because I- I'll tell you, you know, I mean, to me, I'm, I'm, I'm really a moderate. Like, I'm, like, literally in the middle. I, I like, you know, I was socially liberal, fiscally conservative, like, you know, a lot of us are. And, um, you know, divisive topics make you know, turn me off. Right. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you, you start talking bad about one party and I'm out, you know, <laughs> like, 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 you know, so, um, and, and I have, you know, very good friends and influential friends in, in the democratic party and very influential friends in the Republican party. And, um, so tell me a little bit about why you're conservative. Well, you know, Dave, that's a great question. Um, you know, I was born, uh, in ways as a Christian, very conservative Christian. Um, and it's just that, the the values you know in the Republican Party are just more aligned with my you know values my upbringing the values that I you know that I you know cherish um, you know um, you know as far as you know um, family and um, you know as far as uh, um, they know, did a good branding job right yes yes you know you know it's uh, I mean you know. I don't believe that the government should tell me how to live my life. I mean, I'm for small government. And, uh, you know, I believe once you give people freedom, you know, people can find their own way if you just give them some support. But the idea of that we got to bail everybody out, the idea of that we got to just throw money at every situation. You know, I, I know when I was in college, I discovered something. Those students who took loans, they all graduated. Mm-hmm. Many of my peers that had you know, the government was paying everything. Half of them didn't graduate because there was not there was not a personal. The way I see it is that that there was not a personal you know, responsibility because it was free money. Yeah, you need but, skin in the game. But all those students, I, 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 and I was a youngster. I was still mm-hmm. young in the country, right? In 1992, 91, 93. I said, wait a minute. All these kids who who are taking loan, who's the, whose parent had to pay write a checkbook. 90% of them graduated, but many of my peers who, you know, who got pretty much everything was paid, but, you know, paid for, you know, you know, and, and is it, let me be fair now. Some of them need it. Some of the folks, some of the people from the minority community, they do need help. I mean, that's okay. But I, you know, but you gotta still be able to produce. Um, don't, don't just wait for, you know, you know, a handout. I mean, because I, I believe in personal responsibility. I believe that, you know, if we give the opportunity to, you know, to thrive, everybody has God given potential to thrive. Sure. So when you moved down there, did you use a real estate agent? Um, I, 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 I had a referral. Actually, I did. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, so um, fact, and he's with Wimax also. Is he? Yeah. In Miami. He's in Miami. Oh, okay. Cool. Very <laughs> cool. So, um, how'd you select the real estate agent? I always like to. I ju- believe it or not, I, uh, you know, I, I, I just Google somebody and then I, 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 I called him. I mean, uh, yeah. Yeah, and he seemed like he's a nice guy, Indian guy. Okay. Um, you know, uh, he's from, you know, he's from Boston, but he's been here for a while. Was he responsive? Is that? Yes, actually. So, like, he, he responded very yes, quickly. Yes, yes. I mean, so. yeah, he was very, very prompt and very diligent. So, you know, I always ask this question because I, I, you know, I, I like to. You know, kind of figure out, you know, how we can do better as an industry, right? Mm. You know, because there's, you know, there's so many real estate, there's 225,000 realtors in the state of Florida, and then probably another 250,000 that are uh, licensees that are not part of the uh, National Association of Realtors. So you're talking almost nearly 500,000 
licensed real estate professionals in the state of Florida. Ooh, you know, that's it's, a lot. It's a lot, right? Ooh. So, I mean, uh, Miami Association of Realtors has about 55,000 realtors. Uh, Broward Palm Beach and St. Lucie Realtors Association has about 43,000. So, or 43,000 MOS subscribers. So, when you're looking at, you know, how you're choosing a real estate agent, you know, so you Googled someone, they responded to you, you know, what qualities do you think makes a good real estate agent? You know, honesty, being honest and, um, you know, um, you know, be responsive, um, um, you know, doing your due diligence. I mean, you know, don't BS because a lot of people just BSing out people out there, you know, just be straight and be honest, responsible and, um, and follow through. I mean, you have to be able to, because sometimes I have experience in, in back in the Northeast, Jersey, New York, you know, when I would try to do some investment and, you know, people, you know, they, you know, they went MIA. I mean, they, they, you know, sometimes they don't show up in an appointment. Just be prompt. And that wasn't you, Miami, MIA. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, um, I think those are some basic professional, you know, qualities, you know, um, you know, like I said, be up, be, 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 you know, be uh, transparent and don't hide anything. Be transparent. I mean, sometimes, you know, people, you know, it's when after the closing or when you move in and uh, you find out there were some other stories, right. you know, be, be transparent and, uh, you know, um, and, you know, and I, I think, I still believe that Florida, South Florida is a, is a, is a just terrific place for, you know, for the real estate market. I mean, um, um, it got very expensive though. It got really it pricey in the past, especially after the pandemic. Yeah, we're, you know, I mean, uh, affordable housing is obviously a big topic right now, um, mm. you know, because there's a, there's a lack of affordable housing. You know, how do the workers, you know, that are, are working here that, you know, are, are central service um, people, you know, how are they going to afford to either purchase or rent a home? And uh, there are lots of programs that, we, you know, we, they're offered. The $200 million housing bond was um, was approved as well. That's, you know, from, that's by the state or the Fed? Um, that's the state. Oh, that's outstanding. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, we, you know, I think it's, um, important, um, for, it's basically based on down payment assistance, um, as well as, um, essential workers. So there's like 50 or 60 Mm. different, uh, uh, class classes and, you know, there's hometown heroes program. There's a lot of programs. What what is the hometown heroes? Hometown heroes is also an essential, um, workers um they're offering um through lenders they're offering different lending packages based on some down payment assistance and mm. you know with, with municipalities so they partner with uh like ship programs and um some of the uh, subsidized housing uh, or subsidies down payment um assistance and uh you know uh, i work i work on uh, our um I was appointed to, to the Palm Beach County Commission, uh, Planning Commission. Um, and, congrats. Uh, oh, thank you. <laughs> I don't know if it's congrats or condolences. But <laughs> <laughs> it's one of them. <laughs> um, and uh, actually, we have a, what's today? Tuesday, we have Friday is our, our monthly meeting. And, you know, we we go through, you know, uh, development and workforce housing. And, and, and it's a big topic. Um, how can we bet, be better and serve the minority community better? Um, as real estate professionals, outstanding. You know, I think one of the first things is to um, be able to get involved with some of the local activities in the minority community. I mean, the, the churches, the black church. I tell people the soul of Black America is a black church. Um, um, you know, you know, 
try to uh, show up in some of those black churches, the services, the people will love you and then the, they embrace you. Um, you know, those, those clergy, those black clergy, those black pastors, I mean, they are, they are very influential force in the black community. So uh, I tell people the first thing, if you really want to get to know, get involved in the minority community, especially the black community, uh, or the Latino, as, as, far, you know, as far as I'm concerned, even in the Latino community, the churches are very important, but particularly in the black community. So I would say, you know, I mean, get to know some of the local black, you know, pastors. And, and uh, also, you know, they do have other, you know, organization, non-profit, get involved with some of those local non-profit in the minority community. You know, it's a good way to link, to connect with them, you know. That's great. You know, we do, um, the National Association of Realtors have, has uh, put forth a, a big program and, um, it's, uh, diversity, um, and, and, you know, inclusion and, um, you know, there's designations and certification. There's also fair haven. Um, we go through implied bias training, um, which is a, a very, you know, you don't realize like some of the terms that you use as a, a you know, as a person who, I mean, I'm Jewish, but you know, uh, you know, oh, shalom, as as, shalom. thank you, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but you know, from a, you know, you know, to the outside, you know, except for my big nose, um, uh, you know, you can't really, you know, know whether I'm Jewish or not Jewish, right? Mm. Um, if you're Latino or you're black or you're Indian or, you know, whatever, you know, you notice it immediately. Yeah. And there's already implied bias. There's judgments, there's preconceived notions mm-hmm. and, and things mm-hmm. of that nature. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we have to do better as a, as a, as a people. You know, um, because we are people, <laughs> of course. You know, and, and I appreciate you. You are sensitive and conscious and mindful of these issues. I mean, uh, now you know. Now, you know, even though, even though, Dave, I know these things exist, but we as a community, we should not let this thing hold us back from moving forward. Um, yes, I know there's implicit bias. I know there's a, you know, um, you know. I mean, you know. There's, uh, you know, prejudice and racism. I mean, we all know that, but we should not, you know, let these things hold you back so you don't, you know, build relationship. I mean, I think, uh, you know, the more we learn to know people, the more we learn to make friends, and we realize, oh, my goodness, you know, what I thought, that's not what it is. I mean, so um, that's the story of my life. I make friends with all kind of people, people sure. from every walk of life, every ethnicity, every group, um, you know, every background. So I think we need to continue to do that, you know, continue to, at the end of the day, we really are, are, are you know, a big melting pot. I mean, um, you know, I remember two, 2000, you know, when two, uh, 2001, I mean, uh, uh, when 9-11 happened, you know, we realized that we were one people. Um, and we should not wait until tragedy strike. We should not wait until we're dealing with a national or, you know, international disaster to realize that, you know, our humanity, you know, we are bound by our common humanity. We should not wait to, to for that. Yeah. You know, as a people and humanity, I mean, unfortunately, that not that what we tend to do, right? We, you know, until it's faced in front of us. I mean, I remember, like, I haven't seen a lot of my family you know, um, and then we had uh, my grandfather's uh, funeral, and we all got together. We had the most amazing time, but it, it like takes a tragic event to come together. Yeah. Um, you know, to remember because we're so we're so somewhat I don't know tunnel vision. You know, narrow minded in, in in our lives, and and we forget to sit back, take a breath, and mm. and relax a little bit. 
Yeah, I mean, and, and, and life goes so fast. Life is short. I mean, you know, before you, you know, I can't believe it that I'm 46. I mean, yesterday I was 36. Well, you don't look 46. No. I, I look every bit of 49, <laughs> by the way. Oh, my goodness. No, no, you look fine. I mean, the other day I was, the other day I was last week I was 26, now I'm 46. So, so I got to, you know, I mean, you know, I, you know, I, you know, I realized that we have to be more intentional about, uh, you know, cherishing what we have don't take anything for granted. Um, love people. Um, because at the end of the day, I mean, when we all die, we all go six feet under. And sure. So the more we realize that, you know, you know, we are one human family, the quicker we're going to have a better stay, enjoying our stay. You know, because at the end of the day, like I said, I mean, uh, I mean, we all, we are a human family. I mean, you know, and, and un- unfortunately, we don't, re- many people don't realize that, uh, you know, when you look at what takes place, I mean, uh, uh, around the world, even here in our country, when you uh, hate crime, and but it really breaks my heart to see all those, uh, uh, you know, wicked, evil things taking place. But at the end of the day, I still believe that uh, we are great people, a great country. Agreed. So I always end the podcast on um, two questions. One is, what's your favorite streaming series of all time? Like, uh, you know, Netflix series, if you watch Netflix or not. Um, and what are you currently watching? If you don't, uh, maybe a book. <laughs> <laughs> or movie Homeland Homeland was my Homeland. best Homeland oh, yeah. House of Cards but Homeland and House of Cards yeah. and there was a um, uh, Queen of South Oh, I like that. Yes, it was good. They, you know, it's they, you know, it's. I wish they have. I wish they make another series. Uh, another, you know, I just my wife and I. We love Queen of South. Yeah. Um. You know. You watch anything now? Um. Ah, uh, I'm just trying to lend myself here in South Florida. I'm just trying sure. to lend myself and uh, looking at some investment opportunity and try to pick up some new clients and stuff like that. And eventually, uh, uh, I'm looking, uh, hopefully, one of the, you know, get an appointment with the governor, with the new administration. The governor just got reelected. In fact, he just got sworn in last week sure. to his second term. So, I mean, uh, it is my desire to uh, be able to, uh, you know, hopefully uh, be considered for an opportunity with the, you know, with the governor administration. Awesome. Well, uh, we wish you well. And what uh, what clients are you looking for? Oh, I mean, both private and corporate, you know, corporate and, you know, small businesses, small size, mid size, you know, uh, because like I said, we provide uh, Telescope Global. We uh, we focus on a uh, few things in public relation, community engagement, corporate and government affairs, strategic planning and faith based initiatives. So we help when a, when corporations need to penetrate the minority market, we help bring them together. Uh, to invest in the minority market, to, if they have product they want to expand their brand, the market, the brand, and 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 the minority community, that's where we come in. I help them make this connection in the minority communities. Love it. What's your podcast? The Power Angle Podcast. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah Power Angle Podcast. Yeah, the Power Angle. Yeah, it's great. Uh, it's exciting, and uh, yeah. I'm loving it. Awesome. Well, we are at Pod Populi in South Boca Raton, a great place to podcast. And if you own a business or even if you don't own a business, you always have something to say. So you might as well say it on a podcast so that other people can listen, not just you and, and the one person next to you. So uh, I encourage you to reach out to Pod Populi to get in. Um, also, uh, thank you very much. I mean, uh, this was uh, a really um, a great conversation, and I appreciate you being so candid. and And uh, and hopefully, uh, the viewers and 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 um, listeners uh, liked it as well. Breakfast with the broker every Tuesday morning at nine a.m. We will see you next week. Thanks, Dave. Thank you. Thank you. you.